Blessings. This is Starseed May with EM Healing, and I am so excited for today's new episode. We are going to be diving into healing from our feelings, and I have with us our guest today, Dr. Stephanie Burroughs, and I'm going to allow her to dive a little deeper in explaining about more about herself. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. I'm Dr. Stephanie D. Burroughs, CEO of Stephanie Speaking. And I am the grit growth coach. I speak publicly. Some people say I'm an inspirational speaker. I speak also on a variety of business topics as it relates to services going after government and public contracts and the various certifications. But uh, I've been moved to speak much more and to move the business into, um, sorry, move this business more so into the space of growing grit and grounded, resilient, and I have 16 tenants for that. So um, as I've worked with business owners for many, many years, uh, well over 30, I noted that majority of them that are having success is because of what I was saying to them from the self-development side of the business. So that's where I plan on living um, until in that space. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. That definitely uh, helps a lot of us where we're at currently right now to, to know that those kind of services are available to us. Uh, because I know growing up a lot of my years, I didn't even know that we can have this kind of mentorship and have this, you know, walk through um, during our journey uh, to help us grow. And, um, you know, being that uh, on EM Healing, everything is all about healing. Um, we definitely learn to grow in that stage, you know, so mm-hmm. help development um, is something that is definitely worth focusing on uh, for ourselves during our healing stages. Um, that's definitely going to help us uh, transition into that next chapter in our life. Excellent. To say that, <laughs> I, I was thinking about something this morning, if this is okay for with you, I wanted just to share something that mm-hmm. kind of blew my mind. I will be honest. It really blew my mind as I was awakening and um, I'm, I'm that person that thinks a whole lot to the point where I'm not sleeping well and I haven't for years because mm. I'm always thinking. But this came to me this morning based on this um, conversation we're having. And that was, instead of us being so focused on our feelings all of the time, <laughs> why aren't we getting outside of ourselves and, take, and thinking about what others are needing and what others are going through and how we can be of service to them. Mm. And I started thinking of some ways in which, to, in simplistic ways, so simple. You know, it's for me, it's a way of life. I go into a store, um, someone, I catch, someone catches my attention and, you know, we're in the vicinity of one another. I'm always going to speak. I'm always going to smile. I'll say something that I really think is true when I see it. For instance, giving a compliment, so simple. Yet so many people are afraid or 
worried or what someone's going to think about it. So when I see a woman and I think she looks beautiful, I tell her, I'm like, oh my gosh, beautiful. How are you this morning? And they're like really shocked mm-hmm. and, and taken aback. But I realized that they don't see themselves that way necessarily. Some of them say, oh, really? You really think so? And I'm like, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. Believe me, that's <laughs> who I am. And so as I was having these thoughts, I was going through some on social media, um, my messenger, because there's a gentleman that always sends things that are so powerful. And do you know today he sent this to me? He said, if we don't occasionally, at least occasionally find ourselves a little silly, we're in trouble. Our search for enlightenment and fulfillment, noble as it may seem, might actually come down to one thing, self-centeredness. So while it's all good and well to seek spiritual truths, but many of us are looking in the wrong places. Do we know someone who could use a helping hand? Is a friend in trouble? Are we doing something to brighten someone's day? Mm. He says, our faith is empty if we put our concern for our own soul before the needs of another. When we overlook what we can do for our fellow travelers, we are missing the whole point. If we are busy being helpful, we don't need to be worrying about searching for our own salvation. Because mm. when we're being helpful, yeah. we're in that space. That's right. I read that and I thought, I, I wrote him back. I said, you don't understand what I was just thinking about this morning. (laughs) And you say it so eloquently, but this is what I was thinking about and talking to myself about. Blew my mind. I'm like, see. Mm." That's amazing. (laughs) You know, that's That's the life I live in. That's the vibration, you know, that, you know, you're, you're bringing into your life. Um, And, and that's what mastering your feelings allows you to experience, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And without having, you know, that type of own elevation, others wouldn't feel pulled to share that with you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, it was a perfect message at a perfect moment. Mm-hmm. I stopped having the thoughts. I said, let me stop thinking and get in here and do the things I do in the morning and um, for my spirit. And then I went in to see something just made me go into messenger and look. I don't know what. And his was the first thing I saw. And I'm like, oh, I haven't watched, looked at his stuff lately. Let me see what it is. And there it was. Mm. I'm like, you know, it's just so awesome to be in that space. Like thinking of somebody for about a week and the following week they call you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I definitely appreciate that. You know, having that energy in that, in that space. What, what do you feel has been, um, the biggest challenge when, when you see individuals trying to build on their self-development um, with their emotions, you know? <laughs> oh boy. And that's it. Getting them to relinquish and to release. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be sharing some things with you that from my perspective, but also from the perspective, I went through a brain retraining program. I didn't finish it, but I, I will over time. You know, you never know when time is right for you, you go back into things and boom, there it is. So I still have the program. So I wanted to just share this with you because it's, um, this is Dr. Brian Allman. He says, you know, one of the biggest challenges, and I see this is, he says, stop letting go, you know, just let go, let go. Feelings, there's a difference between feelings and emotions. There's a, a, a slight difference, and I may get to share that with you. Mm. And he says, stop holding on to early trauma, failures, life lessons, bad partners, relationships, and family. 
those things stop us from moving forward. But this is not something you can just do one time. You have this is a practice one must do every single day until it becomes just habit and until eventually you find one day, oh my, mm. I feel different. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. Well, because you've been practicing letting go. And there's so many different ways we can do that, you know. Um, one of the ways that I love to let go, I mean, I'm, I'm physical, so I have to do things like, you know, I, I power walk the sprint intervals, I Zumba, I'm in the gym, I'm in um, restorative yoga, I'm, mm. ugh, I have all these things I do, I have a thing on my computer that is flashing, it's subliminal messaging to me that I've selected from this humongous list of things you can select from. I'm doing tapping with Brad Yates. I mean, it just so I can go on. Okay, I'd like one time I did a whole training on, you know, um, living a self-inspired life, and I went through some. I think about twelve different things that I do and what they do for me. Some people will do self-hypnosis. Um, you know, there's just taking a walk, singing. Um, at the top of your lungs, I'm in the car driving. I don't have my, I don't do the phone drive. I, I can't stand it. I, I just, <laughs> it's, hor- it's a horrible thing to me. It really is. Mm-hmm. I have to drive for me and everybody else on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have my music playing and I'm singing to the top of my lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Smi- and it makes me smile and it makes me laugh and I'm feeling great. And you know, sometimes I'm even, you know, dancing a little something, something while I'm while I'm driving, you know, because I'm into this thing. I'm a deep underground deep house head. So um, it just brings me joy. And and I might look over and I see people just like staring at well, you know, why is she so happy this early in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting go mm-hmm. of anything that's going to get in my way. Mm-hmm of achieving the goal of accomplishing and living in the space I'm supposed to be in. Yeah. So it's, but it's a constant practice. It's not something that you do once in a while and then you stop. You have to be consistent with it. And then that just says, when you are consistent, it just tells you, hey, you're really loving on yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there you go. I agree. What do you, so what does your listening audience have that they can release, that they know they need to release, that they need to walk away from? Because as we go further, I have something really deep to share with you. <laughs> so I'm going to turn it back over to you. <laughs> yes. You know, with, you know, with, with something that I experienced this morning, just to share briefly about myself and what, what I'm healing from, you know, I've spoken to you about my uh, experience of the concussion and um, mm. the symptoms I've been having, and I've tried to to get appointments with certain doctors, and it's just quite difficult. And um, I ended up, you know, really just like getting off of the phone. I'm like, I'm not even gonna try with with trying to see a doctor anymore because I'm just gonna just keep healing myself the way that I've been getting better. You know, planning and pacing my life. And, um, you know, I started crying because I was upset, you know, I, it's been months Mm -hmm. and uh, anybody Mm -hmm. would want to just be back to full capacity. 
so instead of you know staying you know deep in that in that emotion I decided to I saw someone else live on uh, Instagram uh, a friend of mine from the facet human Eric and he was going live working out so I decided to to follow and make some movements of my own and you know get out of that that state because I I didn't want to be sad for the rest of the day. It was far too early mm-hmm. for me to um, to let something affect my day because I had a lot to accomplish still. And I and that's and that's me, you know, allowing myself to develop more um, more through my emotions and and identify with them and, and be able to move on. Good for you. Yeah, and because I. I always tell myself, you know, as I, as I share with others and, you know, how, as I help others build, I build myself, you know, and I give myself that same confidence. And I know you feel the same way, you know, as I'm able to do for others, I'm able to do for myself even more so. And it it, it makes it easier. Um, And I actually started off this podcast, you know, talking about, um, patience and letting go so (laughs) um, my my listeners definitely are are going to be listening to this like like yes like it's the that reiteration of of it all begins with letting go and just releasing and and allowing yourself to experience life differently than what you've experienced yesterday Yes. If you can let go, you know, one of the things that I was reading about this too, where they talk about, you know, going to the gym and working out. Um, I love my Zumba class. I haven't been in quite a while because it's pretty far from me, the one that I go to. Uh, But it's just, uh, besides the fact of the the physical benefits in terms of, you know, the weight loss and the strengthening from all of the different, and and I'm one of those people that have to do different things, not just one thing, Mm -hmm. because I get bored quick. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) recognize what it is and who you are and how you are and what you need to do in order to fulfill whatever that thing is you're going after, because it's not always going to be just one Mm -hmm. thing and it's okay. And it doesn't mean that you can't stick to any one thing. I stick to them all. I just do different things at different times on different weeks on different days. Cause someone asked me once, Dr. Burroughs, you do all those things. When do you have time? I was like, first of all, you put it in the calendar. Yeah. (laughs) and no I don't do them all at the same time they're spread out sometimes I'm just basing it upon what is the body telling Mm -hmm. me where do I need to go what do I need to do and do I have the energy for one that drive to where I go for Zumba and two to go through that high-paced high-energy class that is no joke and you will feel every bit of it Mm -hmm. um the next day that night that evening by the time I get in the car for me but, <laughs> but you know, um, I wanted to just share something about, you know, we, we talk about feelings and then there's the emotions. And I've read a number of different things on what the differences are. And so feelings are both emotional experiences and physical sensations like hunger, pain. And they bring about these feelings. This is according to Psychology Today, but they are a conscious experience. And although not every conscious experience, such as seeing or believing is a feeling, Um, But it is a conscious experience. And then they say emotions, though, are an emotion can only ever be felt through an emotional experience and it gives rise to or even though it might be discovered through its associated thoughts, beliefs and desires and actions. They are not conscious. Remember, feelings are a conscious experience. 
I also read um, from Dr. Joan Rosenberg that they are based, I think it was Joan Rosenberg or one of the other doctors on the brain retraining that talked about how it's based upon something that just happened. Just happened. Mm -hmm. So something just happened. Somebody, Somebody said something or something happened and you were in some way, shape, or form impacted by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's what happens. This is this is a big one, folks. All right, get ready for this. Get ready for this. Ooh, this one was so... Re- so you talk about release. You want to talk about letting go. You want to talk about being freed. Get ready for this. Feelings come in waves. They last about 90 seconds. Mm. The most effective thing to do is to ride the wave and understand it will not last any more than roughly 90 seconds. Now, why is it people are still walking around looking like they're in mourning over this little feeling they've had? Mm -hmm. Because they won't let go. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it's going to last more than 90 seconds. And sometimes it gets so buried deep into the physical psyche that you just... And I didn't say mental, I'm saying physical because it's in your body now because you're holding on to the feeling. Remember, it's a feeling, it's in the body. Mm. Mm. Let it go. And if you don't know how, go run up and down the stairs. Go outside and take a brisk walk, put some music on that you love and enjoy yourself. Get your mind off of that thing. Let go. And if it's something that's being caused by someone saying something or doing something that you find, and believe me, I'm preaching to the choir. Always. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just remember, we if it's somebody else that's bringing that impact around, remember, we don't know what's going on in that person's brain. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know that. Person. Like, I know. What you mean. No, you don't. <laughs> You're not inside my brain. You have no clue what I meant. Yes. You you only what you think I meant is what you think you would have meant had you said this. Am I making sense? Yes. Yes. So if we can just, when the thing hits, and this is what I, I also have resolved to, because I'm that person that would just be like, I don't have time for this nonsense next. <laughs> but I learned this through these various different programs. And one thing was to say, okay, I acknowledge that I'm feeling this way in this very short moment because of da 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 da. But I, being the person that I am, as my a friend brought it to my attention several years ago, I never knew this, this is why I'm always thinking, the analytical me goes into, but that's not about me, that's about them. Mm-hmm. And it was just projected on me. So I really, I'm letting this go because it had nothing to do with me because I know who I am and whose I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I can move right on. Now, there may be that little bit of something, something that's still hanging on in there, but I know how to go and root it out. Do you? Yes. It's all about rooting it out, letting it go. Because if we don't acknowledge that we went through that, then we may start piling up stuff and not realizing that it's piling up because it may not be emotional pile up. It may be physical pile up and causing unnecessary pain Mm -hmm. or whatever, Um, you know, things happening to the body that really... It's just a matter of you holding on to that, um, that which is of no use. Mm. Let it go and find ways to let it go. And I have some, some suggestions that we'll do at the end. That's wonderful. I, I agree with you because at a lot of times we don't realize, you know, the wordplay 
And, you know, for everyone that's listening, I just wanted to share that she's, she, you know, Dr. Stephanie knows that how much I agree with her, but I'm still taking notes, you know, I'm still identifying, you know, with the words that you're speaking, because I, I am very, um, I'm very particular about the words that I use. I, I enjoy when uh, an individual, you know, comes into the situation and creates that wordplay. Yes, we talked about that before. <laughs> like I said, I don't like to use the term girl because girls are children, mm -hmm. but it rhymes. So I say I'm a word girl, but mm -hmm. really I'm a word woman. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So <laughs> because when I'm speaking to someone, if I hear myself saying something and I know that that is not what I want to, uh, the point that I'm getting across, and I know those words are definitely in opposition. I mean, sometimes we do this automatically, but what you can do is just, I call it flip the script quickly. Mm -hmm. So if I hear myself saying something that is not conducive and in alignment with the meaning that I want to get across, I will immediately say, flip the script. Mm -hmm. Most times people won't recognize that you've done that. They won't even know that you've done that because they're not, remember, they only hear like 7% seven of what you say anyway. Yeah. So they missed yeah. it. But, <laughs> but if you say it out loud, flip the script mm -hmm. out loud, then you're helping to remind yourself not only consciously, but also unconsciously in the unconscious Yeah. Mind. So just change the words around so that they are really stating what it is you mean yeah. and what it is you want to um, share with someone else. And I'm constantly doing that. And that came from my childhood. My mother used to step on my words. And in that case, she wanted me to speak correct English, proper English. And if I said anything, if the, even if the, the sentence structure was incorrect, mm. she would stop me, mm. point out what it was and make me come up with a way to say it correctly. Yes. And it would work my last nerve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I, I, I remember the, the whole, um, when the teachers used to, when the kid used to ask, can I go to the bathroom? And the teacher would correct them, no, may I go to the bathroom? Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, I used to never understand like why it mattered so much. I, get, I got why the words were different, but I didn't understand until I was much older, you know, that the way that you speak to others is, is really the way that you're speaking to yourself. Come on. Woo, that's good. And, and you already know that you can go to the bathroom. So <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be asking oh. for things. You should just be allowing yourself to state who you are, you know, and what you need in life. And I feel like that'll help us remove ourselves from that attachment of those emotions that we hold up in our life. And mm. it'll help us be more self-sufficient in, in how we are um, interacting every single day. Yes, definitely. And it's our thoughts too. Remember, mm. I have a saying, what we think and speak, we reap mm. over time. And so the more you feel, you know, that we're focusing on unpleasant things that we don't want or that things we don't want to have, have happened in our life, if we keep focusing on this stuff unchecked, the repetition strengthens the firing power in our pain so that you get more of what you don't want. Mm -hmm. So what you focus is basically what are you focusing on? You know, um, what you put your intention on mm -hmm. attracts. I got this 
um, from one of the many books and uh, somebody that I really, really love reading and I'm just blanking out on the name right now. Uh, but what you put your intention on, he says, attracts Deepak Chopra. Mm -hmm. What you put your attention on expands. So what are you doing? You're expanding what you're attracting. So what do you want to attract? Hello? Mm -hmm. We need to be really focused. And it's not to say that all other things, all other thoughts aren't going to come to us. It's like, what do we do with that? Do we, you know, just like, you got to go. I don't have time for this. This is not benefiting me whatsoever. See ya. Don't want to be here. Yeah. Next. Okay. And then there's something about the fact that, oh, and I see this amongst the many people that I've worked with, people being uncomfortable and whatever that discomfort is, they want to stay or retreat back into that old reality. They don't want to do something that is different. Mm. They don't want to do something that is unknown because it makes them feel vulnerable. And so what? Mm -hmm. You know, like my favorite book of, well, I'm not going to say it. Okay. It is one of my many favorite books, mm. but it was a life changer from me, for me in my, I guess, really early 20s. Changed my life. Just feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. Mm. Just do it anyway. And I've done this consistently throughout my life, throughout my various different um, work experiences. I put myself in in positions to do things that I'd never done. No one teaches you this stuff. There's no college I got this from. It was for me just plain common sense. Mm. And the knowledge that I had just really, uh, I don't even know. People are like, how did you do that? I was like, I, I was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> I was born this way. This is true. I'm the daughter of a Marine who raised me like one of the troops. Mm -hmm. So he and my mom had me in boot camp for 17 years mm -hmm. in that household. Right. So if I could get through that, I could get through everything and anything. And that's what the grit being grounded, resilient, intentional, and tenacious that I'm working with people on and that I'm speaking on and training on. If more and more people are asking me to speak on it, I'm blowing my mind who these organizations are who are asking this of me. Um, that's why I'm really looking forward to just living in that, that life 100% in terms of the business side. Yeah. Uh, because I, I've even yesterday, I got in the car, I was driving somewhere, I didn't know where I was going, had the GPS telling me the direction. And for some odd reason, I had this apprehension all over me and in me. It was all physical. And I didn't understand it. I was like, what in the world? Why am I feeling tense? I'm feeling a little shaky. Did I have too much green tea? I don't know. <laughs> What's the problem? You know, and I'm following the directions and being that it was something that I was totally unfamiliar with, I thought this should not be an issue for me as much as I drive and I go by G the GPS. Thank you, God, for GPS. <laughs> I remember when it was MapQuest and you had to print, print it out and read it. I remember when I used to have to call fire departments and police departments to get directions to someplace I was going mm. and they didn't even know. <laughs> wow. This is when I was working out in the field um, and doing some um, contract compliance monitoring on construction sites. And it was, you know, I couldn't read those big old maps. I was not good at that at all. So I'm so grateful for GPS. <laughs> and she talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I just didn't understand why I felt the way I felt. And so I went into this little mantra that I have and I share with everyone. I did my prayer first and then I just started saying it. Before I get to five, I'm usually chilled out because I do it so often. And that's, I am, pe- I am, uh, how is it? I just went blank on it. I am peaceful. Uh, tra- oh, I am tranquil. I am tra- tranquil, calm, peaceful, and patient. That's it. I am tranquil and calm, peaceful and patient. Ten times. Tell me you won't feel a difference. Oh, yes. I, I got to five and everything in me just suddenly felt like it went, it shifted and it went downward. And my breathing was unrestricted because you have to pay attention to your breath. Mm-hmm. So if you see that your breath is being restricted, then you need some, you know something's happening. You need to stop and take stock of what's going on and purposefully start do some deep breathing. You know, the prana is everything. Yeah. Breath is life. Yes. So I noted by the time I got to five, I was like, oh, I'm feeling better now. Okay, I'm good. And the strange thing was it had to be something else going on. I don't know what, because when I was returning from the location that I was at, it was dark and it was nighttime and I didn't have any of that. Hmm. So I don't, it was something else that was happening that maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to a speaking engagement somewhere. I don't, I don't know if it had something to do with that. Normally, no, because I pray before I speak and I let it go. And uh, whatever it was, if, by the time I got to number five, you can mix it up anyway. I'm peaceful, calm, tranquil, and patient. Mm. I'm peaceful, calm, tranquil, and patient. Mm. I am peaceful, calm, tranquil, and patient. Beautiful. I I do the same thing before I go inside to places. <laughs> and I, I've learned to do it even more. I used to just like rush into places before I even would I, I wouldn't even think about like my energy and, and what I mm. um when I was you know younger I was just I was just living life I was trying to to satisfy the void really of my parents um so that I can you know then concern concern myself with who I want to be and uh, mm. it was a very different life that I was uh living I would say uh a decade ago <laughs> <laughs> didn't we all have different lives at a different time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know the more the more you grasp control of 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 uh of your own intelligence and and what your the possibilities of what you can learn in life you know the more you have that you know control over yourself and and your emotions and your and the feelings that you're having and to to put it in that aspect to where i can I can be more fluid even when I'm writing in my journals, you know, to help myself release, um, you know, using the word feelings is something more of like something that's presently happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, the words emotions are something that I'm holding on to. So, you know, it's something in the past, something that's prior to ex- I've experienced. Mm-hmm. So um, it definitely helps me to, you know, I want to write a journal entry about this and see what, you know, comes out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just so the um who said this? 
anyway, uh, there was something I was just looking at. Oh, so as I said, when you just, as Dr. Susan Jeffers said, just feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And someone else I was reading was saying that we can retrain our brains to re- feel a sensation and yet do what we know we need, we need to do anyway, despite in spite of. So I was going to drive and go to where I had to go, no matter what the sensation was that I was in the, in, in the midst of. Yeah. It didn't matter. Um, I, I have my tools that I use and, and being able to release myself or rid myself of that. And I'm always successful in that. And they're very powerful. So, yeah. but that was, that's one of them right there. Um, so speaking of tools, uh, this is a great time to bring up our, our time for our empowered tips and, mm-hmm. and, and really um, want to centralize and create <clears throat> this time to help empower our listeners to what is really vital to help empower yourself um, to identify, you know, what are your emotions that you're holding on to and um, how can you go forward in experiencing your feelings in a more positive way? So you said something about who you really are Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm faith-based, so when people ask me, who are you? I just, I'm a child of God and that's it. Mm. And that's what it states, says in the word. That's it. Nothing else. Um, Dr. Brian Allman says the unconscious mind is who you really are. Your self-respect, your self-image, your self-worth, your unconscious self-respect, self-image, and self-worth. One of the tips I had talked about already, and I'm going to go back to that, and this is take, be willing to just take a risk and be in an unfamiliar situation, but see yourself as being capable and resourceful to handle the unfamiliar and uncomfortable. And this is Joan Rosen, Dr. Joan Rosenberg again, but I'm constantly doing that. And it, you know, I, I last night I was at a, a, a training program and, and a young lady came in and, you know, she, she looked as though she wanted to sit in the front, but then I said, oh, fine, come sit, take my seat. Come on, I'm, I'm not staying, I'm go- just take my seat. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, but I'm with two or three other people. And I was like, so you all need to sit separately. You don't go anywhere and sit together. What are you kidding me? She was like, no, no, we have to sit together. I was like, no, you don't. You do not have to sit together. In fact, it's ridiculous that you would have to sit. You feel and think you have to sit together. You are withholding the opportunity to bless someone else or they bless you. Mm-hmm. She was so stuck <laughs> in that sense of needing to be comfortable and be with the people that I came with that I know that they were to sit all the way in the back of the room, away from all of the energy. Mm having to look over other people's head. Mm. Come on, what is that? Stop being comfortable. Yeah. We, we, that's number one, let go of being comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Or, or at least give the other people a chance to like, oh, do you want to sit in the front? Because if you don't, I will. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I was taught literally in one of my last network marketing company that, I'm, that they taught us when you come into the big trainings, the huge trainings, get to the front of the room. That's where I'm at. And that's, and being a short person, I'm like petite, very. Uh, I've always had to sit in the front because I say now these days, I say I have to see to hear and hear to see. <laughs> Therefore, I am in the front. 
And also, I you just never know. I mean, if I want to get to that person that's speaking, I'm right there in the front. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I would get to, and they're going to see me and they will see me leaning forward and they will see me reacting to what they're saying. And I know that they're going to want to talk to me before when, by the, when they're finished. I have no doubt. It never failed me yet. Yeah. Feelings exist to help us protect, connect, or create. So take negative and bad out of it. This is my lady, Dr. Joan Rosenberg. They're not necessarily negative feelings. You have unpleasant feelings, but not negative or bad. Is that deep or yes, what? Yes, it's so true. So true. Can I say that again? Yes, say take the negative and bad out of this. Feelings exist to help us protect, connect, or create. They are not necessarily negative. You may have unpleasant feelings, but not negative or bad. So, and she goes on with that, but I'm like, I'm telling you, these things freed me. Mm -hmm. Techniques for overcoming. It's Anything that is evaluative, evaluative, like you're evaluating mm -hmm. it, is a thought. If you identify yourself as inadequate or unworthy, you're evaluating yourself. It's a thought pattern, not a feeling. Vulnerability says I'm open and willing to be hurt to go after something meaningful to me. Oh my God, that so resonates with me right now. I want to shout. Mm. Yes. I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm going to do this no match, matter how hard it, it is. or not. It, It's not even hard because we use that word hard and I really, really don't like it. I'm like, I'm saying hard is something like if I hit this glass mm -hmm. table, my hand is going to hurt. The table's not going to break. My hand's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. That the table is hard. OK, but what's happening when we say hard, I think we use the, this is the word person coming yeah. out. OK, let's use the correct words and know the meanings of the words that we're speaking. Yes. When you know the meaning of the word you speak, you will understand that half the time you're hurting for no good reason. Yes. Just because you use the wrong word. Yes. Yeah. For the situation. Yeah. But if you really being vulnerable, you're open and willing to being hurt after go when you're going after something meaningful. I mean, you may have to go from having some money in the bank and feeling good and going to play you want to go to and going to see a show you want to go to. That's me. And to having to, where am I? What's happening to me? Why am I having to go through all of this? Mm -hmm. What is happening? Everything it just feels like it's being taken away from you, but you're only being stripped of everything that is not needful. Mm -hmm. So that you can be filled with all that you need to experience the greatness and the awesomeness of that manifestation of your intention. Empowering and empowering. It's it's definitely a vital, you know, for for us to look within. You know, that's that's the the biggest message for um, all of us to be aware of looking within is going to give you so many more right answers than than anything external in your world amen uh. and uh, another another um empowering tip that you know i want to also uh focus on that you know i hear a lot <clears throat> when i'm you know doing interviews or just having conversations and uh even myself you know going through programs uh, is what is going to help us right now to to manifest the the happiness that we want to see in our lives and that peace that we want to see and that tranquility. Um, we have to really be willing to step out and let go of the idea of that 
just because I'm all knowing does not mean I don't need assistance in going in, in my righteous path. You know? Oh, for certain. I mean, you know, we all, we don't know everything. And even when we hear something that we already know, just the repetition, mm-hmm. it's the mother of learning and it's how we embed what is beneficial to us within us. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm working with clients, um, they'll say to me, you know, I've read this or I've been reading this, but my thing is, let's go to the next step. I'm going to give you a practice. I want you to practice this. Yeah. I want, or I'm going to give you some, uh, an assignment of something that you have to, this is when you got to go and scratch your head and start thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have to write the answers. And maybe the answers don't come right away because you're, you know, you're just so focused on, I've got to come up with the answers. No, mm-hmm. walk away from it, write down what I'm, you know, I've written it down and I send it to the client and then they, and we'll do it right. You know, I work with people over Zoom. So I put it in the chat box and give them, you know, write this down. I'll say to them, you need to sometimes to, to most times to write things yourself because to think is to put it in ink. Yeah. So write it down. Or if you have to type it, type it and then walk away from it and go on about your day. But let it resonate in the back of your mind. Well, go on and do what you need to do. And you will be so surprised at the answers that will pop up at the most incredible times. Things when you when you least likely to expect it, it's like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And always keep a pad and a pen. Write it down. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. FYI. always to think is to put it in ink <laughs> yes that's my little saying yeah. there yes it, 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 um, sense, you know it, it reminds me of um it makes me think about when I started my um my my mission the beginning of of creating myself to be more of an entrepreneur and I had no idea what I was going to do or how I was going to help people I just knew mm-hmm. that I was going to call the business elite motivation and um I started creating my website. I had no idea what services I would be offering to individuals, but I knew it was going to be something. And um, that statement right there brought me back to that moment because it was like, it was like putting it in the digital ink to where it's like, I'm manifesting this into my reality, regardless of what it's going to look like. You know what? You're manifesting it. Mm. Yep. Regardless of what it's looking like right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because what it looks like now is not what it's going to look like at the end result because you will be continually refining it. Yeah. And if it's okay, I just want to, is it okay if I just give how people can just follow me yes. if they're interested? Yes, definitely. This is, so, this is that part of the section, you know, when, um, when we, we thank everybody for, for, for listening to us and, and, and opening up and, being allowing us to be a part of their healing moment and definitely you know to how to find you is is vital please share <laughs> <laughs> so oftentimes i have to go into the to, to the thing itself and and put it in so i can see what it looks like i do have um youtube and the uh username is biz in spirit that's b as a boy i z like zebra i n biz in Spirit, S-P-I-R-I-T. So that's um, business spirit is my 
my YouTube, it's also my Instagram, and it's also my Twitter. My Facebook, oh, didn't you just pop right up? I'll do something. Um, would be, of course, facebook.com forward slash, and I'm looking to see how do I do this. Stephanie Speaking LLC. Now, the name is Stephanie D. Burroughs is what may pop up, but it is a uh, as I look at it online, Stephanie speaking LLC. And of course, LinkedIn. Yes. I really like LinkedIn. I mean, there's so much great stuff on there and great news, great information, and just getting a chance to uh, familiarize, acknowledge, a- acknowledge other people. Yeah, definitely. And just acknowledging other people. So my Facebook, I'm sorry, the LinkedIn is of course, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Stephanie D Burroughs, B-U-R-R-O-U-G, like in George, H like Harry, S like Sam. And Stephanie is S-T-E-P-H as in Harry, A-N like Nancy, I-E, middle initial D. It is always Stephanie or Dr. Burroughs or Ms. Burroughs. It is never Steph because our names have power when you know what they mean. And if you were named correctly, your name describes who you are. This is right. I agree. Thank you so much, Dr. (laughs) Stephanie Burroughs. You're welcome. I appreciate you and I appreciate all you listeners for tuning in. You have a blessed day. Thank you.